Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Westside at Home. As always, I'm Dave Steimers, and today we're talking about spiritual growth and how God transforms us and changes us. The last episode, we talked about the imagery that Jesus gives us in John chapter 15 about the fact that he is the vine and we are the branches, that we live in him when we abide in him, we bear much fruit, and that that's what God wants to do in us to change us and transform us. And today I want to talk about how. How do we abide in him? We don't really use that word anymore. What does it mean and how do we practically practice that so that we can see transformation in our lives? A lot of the psychological world in relative recent history has studied human growth and transformation change, how people change, how they uh, grow in healthy ways, and what are the conditions that make that happen. And a lot of that world has come to the place to realize that what's essential for people to really grow and change is uh, to have an environment of love and acceptance um, where they can be safe to explore who they are and what they're dealing with and then to move forward. And that's a little bit into contrast of the thinking that says we have to start by telling everybody what's wrong with them and you know, all the terrible things that they've done and make sure that they're, they know what they have to do to change or that they're threatened into changing. And that kind of thinking is really interesting because um, I think in the Christian world, there's a lot we can learn from that. Uh, a lot of times in the Christian world, we, we start by telling people or wanting to tell people what's wrong with them. And uh, all the bad things that they've done and that they, they, they'd better uh, get right with God and change all those things and be better and all that kind of stuff. And there's probably a lot of reasons and we can't get into all of them of why we do that. Probably a bit of it is a little of insecurity. We wonder maybe people won't um, get to that place where they realize there are things that need to change in their lives uh, or that they need to really understand um, that there are destructive behaviors, um, there are things that, that are unpleasing to God. I don't, for whatever reason, I think we sometimes think those things are so important, we've got to make sure that people know those. And um, that's great, except sometimes I think we've really lost what's really transformative in people's lives. And what we need to make sure is right up front and all the way through the process that we're helping ourselves and other people actually move through process of spiritual transformation and growth is a grounding in love. And so we talked about last time in our last episode, Jesus saying, I am the vine and you are the branches. And he says, unless you live in me, unless you abide in me and the vine, then you can't bear fruit that you're not really going to be able to change. So I want to talk a little bit about what it means to abide or to remain and how that helps us to grow as people. So the imagery of the vine and the branches is a really interesting one. If you tried to graft a branch into a vine, so if you took a a, a branch that had become disconnected and you wanted to make sure that it was connected to the vine in such a way that it could live and grow in a healthy way, there's a process that can actually happen. And there's a process in which two things happen. One, the first thing that would happen is that the, the graft, that branch, would shoot its roots into the stem of the vine and the fibers of each part would start to grow into one another. Amazing. They would start to to recognize that we're supposed to be together, that we are the same. And a union would begin where they would become one, where the branch would become part of the vine again. And then once that union is created, then the sap from the vine can flow through the branch. 
And the sap can bring nourishment and and help it grow and flourish and then uh, bear fruit in a wonderful, beautiful way. Isn't that incredible? Jesus said in John chapter 15, 4, abide in me and I in you. Live in me, remain in me, and then I in you. And what a great picture. Grab on, grab a hold of me, live to me, grab onto me like I'm dear life. Have your roots grow into my roots. Have my fibers and your fibers become one union. Abide in me, stay in me. And then I in you, my sap, the spirit of God can flow into you and through you and change you. One of the analogies we might bring Jesus says, stay in me or remain in me, abide in me. We might ask the question in our lives, how do you stay in love? If you're married to someone or you want to be married to someone or you want to live, you know, in that kind of marital union for your whole life and have a happy life and grow together, we might say, how do you stay in love? For somebody who's been married for decades and decades and decades, we'd say, what's your secret? How did you stay in love all of this time? And we might say, just like Uh, as Jesus was talking about, there'd be two aspects to that. One would be we need to build intimacy. We need to discover each other and then rediscover each other. We need to share our lives together, open up to each other, communicate one another. We need to learn from one another. We need to go through good times. There's things that we can only learn about each other in our relationship in good times. And we need to go through tough times. And that might mean we need to go counseling and we rediscover the depths of our emotions and where we're hurt and where we're struggling and where we need to improve And there's things that we can only learn about each other in our relationship in the tough times, but we go through both the good times and the bad times. We build intimacy to really know one another. Jesus says, abide in me, grab on to me. Let's build intimacy. How do we do that with him? We do it in prayer and in worship. We get quiet in the presence of God. We get to know him in scripture We listen to him in prayer. We talk about him with other people. We get to know his very heart and we allow him to speak into our lives. We worship him. We grow in our awe of him as we discover things that uh, take our breath away. We thank him and we praise him for how good he is as we know more and more about his character and about the work in his life. So we start with building intimacy. Jesus says, abide in me, abide in me. Just get to know me and hold on to me. And then Jesus says in John chapter 15, 10, as he kind of unfolds this, he says, abide in my love. And how might we do that? If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. How do we remain in love? How do we stay in love? How do we stay in love with Jesus? Well, we build intimacy, but then we also express our love. So as we grow in intimacy and appreciation for God, for his presence, for Jesus in our lives, we then express our lives. Again, just like we would if we want to stay in love with our spouse. We sacrifice for each other. We spend time together. We celebrate together. We give gifts to each other. We affirm each other. We serve each other. We express the intimacy that's pouring into our lives and we let it flow out of us. And in the same way, we hear Jesus say, abide in me, grab onto me, let your roots grow into my roots so that my sap can flow into you so that my spirit, my life can flow into you. And therefore it'll flow out of you. Abide in me and I abide in you. And of course, if you read that next section in John chapter 15, you'll read about how he talks about abiding in his love and that 
looks like obeying him, following his commandments, that if you really trust him and obey him, you'll obey him. If you really trust him, if you really take in his love, then you will love. Verse 12, he says, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. So how do we really get transformed by love? How do we get to a place where we're expressing love in the ways that we talked about in the last podcast, the fruit of the spirit, uh, which is love, but also expressed in joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. How do we, we really take that in and then express it? Jesus says, you love one another as I have loved you. That's how we'll know you're expressing it. And then he comes back. He says, greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for you. How will we really change? How will we be transformed? How will we be able to obey him in such a way that we're loving our kids and our spouse and our neighbors and our friends and even our enemies? We first need to be completely taken over by his love. He says, greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends, which is exactly what Jesus has done for us, for you. He gave his entire life for you. He loves you that much. How do we abide in him? We build intimacy with him to get to know that kind of love to have that kind of union and just experience what it's like that, that, that the God of the universe would send his son, that he would give his life. He would give up his life. He would die for you. He has died for you. And in, in an intimate relationship where you understand that love so deeply, that will change you and transform you. As you abide and live in that love, you will express that love. Abiding in him and then him and you expressing the love that he's poured into your life. That's why we spend time with him. That's why we read scripture. It's why we pray. It's why we talk about him. It's why we worship. It's so that more and more we can understand how deeply loved we are so that we allow him to change us and transform us where that's necessary. So today, may you know the deep, unexpressible love of the God who loves you and sent his son to die for you. Remain in his love and know that he will remain in you.